Hello, and welcome to the Soulful of It podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Raquel, and today it's just going to be you and me and this conversation. If you enjoy this episode, please remember to go give me a five-star rating on iTunes and share it out with your networks. Okay, let's jump into it. Hello, and welcome to a new mini-sode, an unplanned new mini-sode that is not on the topic that I expected it to be, which is actually a great piece of wisdom for us to lean into with the topic that I chose. I've been really tuning in to my guides and to my spirit and to my higher self to feel things out during this cancer season, moving into Leo season. It is a time of profound inner work. We are all really being given an opportunity to dive deep into ourselves and find the hidden gems that maybe we've suppressed, maybe we have ignored or silenced, maybe we've been taught that we need to silence those pieces of ourselves. Maybe we're not even aware of those parts of who we are yet because we haven't invited them to come out and play. And this episode is about letting yourself blossom. And that requires a lot of attention to what you are resisting. So I want to talk today about being in resistance versus being in acceptance. And this is something that I have a lot of personal experience with as someone who doesn't always love what's handed to me, frankly. (laughs) Maybe it sounds ungrateful, but, you know, life hands us all so many different plates and uh, sometimes you just don't want to fucking eat it, right? Sometimes you're like, hey, this looks moldy. This um, smells bad. (laughs) Like, can you take this back? Universe, this is not what I asked for. Or, ooh, this is what I asked for and I actually don't want it and I'm just going to respond to it with resistance because, Resistance is familiar, and I think that resistance is familiar for a lot of people. I don't think that is a unique challenge that I have. What I would say is not common is identifying the resistance because essentially what you're doing when you're identifying that you are in resistance or you are resisting something is you are calling yourself out. And I feel like when people say, like, you got to call yourself out on your shit, like, It's kind of painted as this really negative, horrible thing. And even saying the words like call yourself out, I I can kind of feel my own armor going up and being like, nah, you know what? Fuck that. (laughs) That doesn't sound very comfortable. So I think I'm going to hang out over here instead where I've been. But like staying where I've been is the reason why I'm stuck where I am. (laughs) And that's what resistance is. That's the embodiment of resistance is like I've been here before That means it's safe and comfortable, so I think I'll just stay here. And that's how folks become stuck in our ways. When you talk about, like, baby boomers and being like, yeah, they're so stuck in their ways, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, why is that? I mean, of course, there is a neuropathway and there's science behind the reasoning why we become, quote, stuck in our ways. But there's also just patterning and us allowing and enabling ourselves to dig our heels in and get comfortable with where we are and stop seeking what we want, who we want to become, 
what we want to share with the world, who we want to really connect with. I mean, there's a lot of different blockages that resistance can present. In one quick and easy way that we can help ourselves come out of a state of resistance in whatever way you are resisting something in your life is by changing our languaging. So I want to talk about calling yourself out again in this concept. I've seen it everywhere recently, and that doesn't surprise me because we have a massive focus on the collective level this year on personal responsibility. That is all those planets hanging out in a stellium, which is the multiple planets in Capricorn. That is Jupiter in Capricorn. That is our opportunity to expand our ability to take responsibility for ourselves. It's our response ability. Get it? (laughs) Always with the puns, but that one's really powerful. I love that one. So instead of calling yourself out and using that languaging because it can cause folks to armor up, how can we use languaging that says the same thing without saying literally the same thing? Instead of calling yourself out on your bullshit, can you call yourself in? Interesting, right? Calling yourself in. Why would we want to do that? Because calling yourself in is calling yourself back to your home. Sometimes when we're calling people out, we're calling ourselves out. It's just a series of projections. We're just like, that's what you've done wrong to ourselves or to another person. And that doesn't create change. It actually creates shame and it's not helpful. It really isn't. And I'm not saying, you know, this applies to every single thing. If, for instance, if you see somebody who is speaking and spewing hatred towards somebody, should you call them out? Yeah, of course you should. But if you see somebody who just has a general bad attitude about something, should you call that out? It depends. It's a situation by situation basis, and that also applies with yourself. So if you're practicing calling yourself in regularly, checking in regularly with where you're at and honoring your feelings, which means letting yourself feel them, whether they're pretty or not, you can begin to embrace a way of living and being in the world that's more aligned for you. So call yourself in. I think that's a really helpful reframing for a theme of the year that has really stood out for most, if not all of us. So to set the stage for the rest of this episode, which is going to be focusing on these concepts of resistance and acceptance, I really want to tie it into one really awesome transit that we're all experiencing right now. And that is Chiron retrograde in Aries. So Chiron is known in astrology as the wounded healer. Some astrologers prefer to refer to Chiron as the teacher or the place that you need to look to to tend. And Chiron entered Aries in 2018, and it's going to be in Aries until 2027. That's a while. Of course. So we have this opportunity to heal in a very Aries energy and way. And the big macro scope of what that means is that this is a really deep tending of self. 
This is really about learning and unlearning who you thought you were, who society or your parents or somebody else maybe projected onto you that you are, maybe who you are expected to be or the roles that you have always carried in this life. A lot of that is coming into question. And with Chiron and Aries until 2027, it's really this huge invitation to take a look at who we are and compare that against the goal of who we want to become. And if you're like, oh, I have no idea who I want to become. I have no idea like what I want to do and all of that. That's okay. And also I would counter you're like, I don't know with yes, you do. Yes, you do. If you don't know, that just means that you haven't been listening. And some folks might feel really triggered by me saying that. And I'm sorry if that's the case. If I am triggering you by pointing out that you do know, that actually might be you resisting knowing. There's a nugget of wisdom in there for you to dig into and ask yourself, hmm, why is that uncomfortable? And that's the thing about growth. It's very, very rarely comfortable. And our circumstances of comfort can really blind us to thinking that we're growing to our full potential when really we're growing at a very slow rate and we could pick it up a notch if we were willing to be honest with ourselves. Being honest with yourself is a huge piece of vulnerability. It's a scary piece of vulnerability, but it's such an empowering thing to do and there is so much wisdom for you on the other side of doing that work and the only person who can do that work for you is you. Everybody else is just reflection, even this episode, me. I'm just a reflection, but hopefully I can guide you through it. So back to Chiron and Aries. Chiron is stationed retrograde as of July. So this episode's out. Chiron is retrograde. Chiron is going to stay retrograde in Aries until December 13th. So we have the rest of the year While we have Saturn back in Capricorn, we also have Chiron retrograde in Aries. So many opportunities for us to figure out what are we resisting and why. And folks are in a state of resistance for so many different reasons. I'll provide a few examples, but this is just the tip of the iceberg. You could be in resistance because you're holding on to something. You could be in resistance because you are rejecting change. You could be in resistance because you're rejecting another perspective or even a scientific piece of data. Uh, You could also be in resistance just because you feel unsafe or you feel afraid. And there is a lot of that going on. Folks are holding on to the way things were. And how do I know that? Because I've definitely done it. Folks are also really holding on to like, why would I change unless I had to? And here we are. And yeah, some of this change is is a had to. And that's extremely uncomfortable. So what's the difference between identifying that you're in resistance versus identifying that you are in acceptance? How can you tell the two apart? I've got five different identifications for each. We'll start with resistance. You can tell that you're in resistance when you are triggered especially emotionally, and you're having emotional reactions to things that are being said, media that you're taking in, in any way, 
or even just thoughts that come through. You know that you're in resistance also if you're judging yourself or you're judging others. If you're experiencing any of those projections, then you can definitely identify that you're in resistance. You can tell that you're in resistance when you are bargaining with the universe or making bets or trying to buy yourself time so that you don't have to change yet. Because probably a part of you knows that the change is coming, inevitably. You can also tell that you're in resistance when you just have so much of a foggy mindset, you are just generally lacking clarity or you're appearing very hot and cold on things. Like one day you're fine with it, but then the next day you're actually not okay with it or the person or whatever it is that you're resisting. It's like one day it's, ah, it's okay. I'm cool. I'm chill as a cucumber. The next day it's like, fuck that. And you're having kind of strong opinions about it. And speaking of that, the fifth and final way that you can identify that you're in resistance is that you're speaking openly against something. You're using sarcasm or humor in a way to deflect or to tear something down in a way that's like supposed to be funny. Or you're just recycling like negative thoughts that just keep coming through. It's the same negative thoughts that you had about something. Okay, now let's talk about identifying that you're in acceptance. Identifying that you're in acceptance can really just start by feeling lighter. When I am in acceptance about something, I literally feel like I've lost 10 pounds. I just feel lighter. My body, my mind, I'm not obsessing over anything in a good or bad way. I'm just kind of not attached to things. And my soul, you know, I just feel clearer. You know, if you're a spiritual person, you have a spiritual practice, you might feel like you're getting more messages more downloads from the universe because you're in acceptance. You are clear about things. Another way that you can identify that you're in acceptance is that your emotions are steady. You're not being swayed by any disruptions or having the thought of like, ah, this again. You're feeling really grounded and things can't just like flip you one way or the other so easily. The third way you can identify that you're in acceptance is that you don't have a story about it, really at all. It's not, oh, this is the story about how this thing is bad or why I don't need to embrace it or a person or vice versa. You don't even have like a positive story. You don't have a story, period. Like you are just being present with it. The fourth way that you can identify that you're in acceptance is that you don't feel the need to argue for or against it. You're not openly advocating for or against it. You're not picking arguments with people on the fucking internet or what have you. You're chill about it. You've accepted it. The fifth and final way that I would say that you can identify acceptance, and again, there's so many ways you could be in resistance and identify it, and these are just some pieces of knowledge from my heart to yours, is that you are approaching life undefended. I think this one's really, really, really important. And it's probably one of the easiest ways to identify that you are in resistance is that you're super defended. You're approaching things in a defensive manner. You are, like I said before, you're argumentative. And maybe that's like normal for you. And maybe it's not normal at all. You know, depending on your personality, that could be a really big red flag for you to be like, whoa, I am in a state of resistance right now. And this is not serving me. So why might you be in resistance? Why might you be experiencing resistance? Well, 
few reasons are conditioning, change, and your beliefs. Conditioning, I say, because so much of what we reject in our adult lives comes from either what was given to us or available to us as children or that we assumed we had responsibility over. I mean, we could talk about like money as an example. It's a great example, actually, because so many people grow up in poverty and they remain in poverty. And there's a ton of fucking barriers and reasons for people to stay in poverty. But it definitely doesn't help to resist not being in poverty, (laughs) you know? And I say that as somebody who grew up really fucking poor. I mean, I may have mentioned this on the podcast before, maybe I haven't, but I definitely didn't grow up with a lot. And climbing out of poverty was fucking hard for so many reasons. But the more I resisted the idea that I deserved the abundance that I do deserve, the harder it was to obtain and the longer it took because I didn't necessarily believe that I deserved it. So I rejected it. So I resisted it. Accepting abundance is really hard when you grow up without. And I know I'm not the only person who's had that experience. So there's a real life example for you. Also change. Change is such an integral part of being human. It is so inevitable. You have a baby and what happens? That baby is constantly changing. (laughs) Anybody who's listening right now who has a child knows change is fucking constant. You become very aware of it when you raise someone or something. It's amazing. It's also really scary because you can't predict it. But here's the thing. We never could. And I'm saying that as an astrologer and a tarot reader, that you can't fully predict anything because there's no such thing as 100% accuracy in that realm because the future isn't fixed. Things are constantly changing. Yes, I do believe in fate, but at the same time, free will is here and you in the present moment can do something that has a wave of change through that fate. We are weaving futures. That is what we are doing. That is what we have been given. What a fucking gift, you know? Gosh, so wonderful. How lucky are we to be here? Alive, breathing, it's beautiful. So the third one I was talking about as to why you might be in resistance is just your beliefs. And that's kind of a combination of, you know, past conditioning, but also you are your own person. You know, there is a lot of influence from childhood, but you right now in your body, in your mind, in your soul, you have developed beliefs that have helped you survive. You have stories that have helped keep you safe. And those things are wonderful and helpful in those moments, but not always. Sometimes we do just need to let go. So how do you transition from being in a state of resistance to being in a state of acceptance? Three easy ways that I invite you to try out if you can identify any ways that you are in resistance in your life right now are, number one, hear yourself out. When was the last time that you had a conversation with yourself where you actually listened? Something I talked about on the July Astrology and Tarot episode was I invited everybody 
to enjoy cancer season with a practice. And that practice was to place your hands on your heart every morning and every evening and ask yourself, how are you? And listen, and then respond, regardless of how you would respond to that, with I love you. That is radical self-care. That is radical self-love. That is exactly what the world needs right now when there is so much wounding. One thing that I did recently to hear myself out, and I really recommend this, especially for folks listening who have a lot of air or fire in their charts, (laughs) might really bring you some joy in the process is to uh, scream. And I know that might sound bizarre, but it's so cathartic to let out a full belly scream that comes straight from the soul of like, ah, I am so not into this. I don't want to do this, you know, or I don't feel heard. It could be anything to just have that scream. And the way I went about it and how my scream organically surfaced, which was such an interesting thing to witness in my car as I was driving, was that I decided to record a voice memo of myself essentially talking to myself as if myself were my therapist. So it was like a higher self conversation. Stick with me. I know it sounds a little crazy, but I was just talking through in my car. I was like, this is how I feel. This is why I feel this way. And this is why I'm going to keep feeling this way or whatever, because I was really hung up on something. And then in the middle of that, I just let out this amazing scream. And it was everything. (laughs) It was everything I needed to let go of. And then I cried. I had a good cry because it's just like, wow, part of it was crying just because I was really wound up. But at the same time, it was also this massive release to be like, fuck, when was the last time I screamed? When was the last time that I heard myself in that way and then responded with love? It was really awesome. And I recommend it. The second way that you can transition from resistance to acceptance is to dig until you find the root cause. There's almost always at least one root cause. Often there's more than one root cause. And I'm going to give you guys an example. And this is actually part of what inspired me to speak about this topic of resistance and acceptance. And that is face masks. I know. It's a hot topic right now, and we're not going to go down the wormhole of what, why you should, why you shouldn't, whatever. We're not going to go there, but what I will tell you from my personal experience is that I fucking hate face masks, but I'm not anti-mask. I wear the mask, especially when I'm out in public, especially if I'm near people, keeping my six feet distance. But why was I in resistance about that? Honestly, because seeing face masks was scary. Every time I saw a face mask, it was just this reminder of what the fuck is going on. Because what's been going on has been a lot of bullshit. And that's not even just talking about COVID. There's a lot of bullshit coming to the surface and it's not all pretty. A lot of it is just overwhelming. And the face mask, for some reason, had kind of just become this trigger point for me. And so I was in resistance about it. But I'm not anymore. And that's why I'm doing this episode. And I'm going to share with you how 
I got out of resistance around the stupid face mask thing personally, and I hope it will help you. But before I get to that, the third way that you can transition yourself from a state of resistance to acceptance is to call yourself to take an action of acceptance. This could show up in so many different ways. One of those ways is an apology. Sometimes when we're in resistance, it's because we're really holding on to this idea that we are right. And sometimes that's not true. And often an apology can do quite a lot to help you get into acceptance, even if your apology isn't accepted. The fact that you apologized can bring you into a place of acceptance yourself. So it's worth it just for that. But also, of course, if there's someone that you owe an apology to, you should do that. Another call to action could be just saying that's okay. That's such a short, simple practice to put into place is to just affirm out loud or to yourself in your mind or say it to somebody else like, huh, yeah, that's okay. Even if like it's not okay because you're feeling triggered by it, but in the moment to be like, yeah, that's okay. Just kind of allowing yourself to shrug it off and maybe even to physically shrug. Allow your shoulders to go up and down and just roll that right off your fucking back. You can also call yourself to take an action of acceptance through education. This one can fall into so many different buckets, but one that's very relevant right now and hopefully forever is a Black Lives Matter movement. A lot of folks, especially white folks, are in resistance over that. Even those who are speaking out and doing all the things that you think that an ally should do, there can still be some resistance under the surface that isn't being tended to or acknowledged or brought into the light so that you can turn it into acceptance. And so how can you educate yourself on that so that you can bring yourself into acceptance? Some folks really need to have the academic oomph to bring them change. Some folks have to go find a book or they have to listen to a podcast to get educated and that's what speaks to them and that's what brings them into acceptance, which ultimately brings you into empowerment, which is why we're even talking about this is because that's the end goal. When you're in resistance, you're not in empowerment. Whatever it is that you're resisting, it is preventing you. It is a block in the road from you and your self-empowerment. And that's just another reason it's got to go. Now, another way that you can call yourself to take an action of acceptance is to put your money where your mouth is. Use your money in a way that aligns with what you're accepting. So back to the example of Black Lives Matter. What does that look like? You can make a donation. You could also purchase things that are going to help educate you. You can put money towards somebody who is helping educate you. You know, you can Venmo somebody. You can cash up somebody. Or on a different subject, the face mask thing. One way that I help bring myself out of resistance around just like not liking the face masks. Again, I was wearing them and I've been wearing them, but like just having this, oh, I don't want to have to wear this. I don't, it's a, you know, like almost like the weird, like it's a free country line coming out of me. And I'm like, oh my God, I thought the Idaho in me was gone. <laughs> it's not, you know, <laughs> like, whew. 
there's a little piece of that in me too that's like, no, I don't have to do this. No one can make me do this. And still being like, but it's not about that. I'm, I'm choosing to do it anyways. So I needed to bring myself out of that resistance. And one of the ways that I did it is I went on Etsy and I bought five face masks, each from a different seller on Etsy because I really want to be supporting local. I totally recommend that to everybody. Support local in any way that you can right now. It's so important. And also because Etsy is just full of really cute stuff, so many different patterns. And so I did something to kind of get myself like excited to wear my face mask. (laughs) But really, when the face masks arrived, and of course I got one that's all full of astrology, so it's got all the signs, I was like tickled. I got it and I put it on and I was like, oh, hmm. okay, this isn't so bad. You know, this isn't so bad because I only had like two face masks, one that was kind of falling apart that I was using and I just hadn't really brought myself into a place where I was setting myself up to succeed and to accept it by just having the two and one that was falling apart and the other one I couldn't find all the time. I was kind of limiting myself and it made it easier for me to stay where it was comfortable and where was I comfortable in resistance of course because that's change and change is scary but it doesn't have to be. And so I took an action to bring myself into the momentum of acceptance. And it's been really beautiful and awesome. And it's helped me change my story when I'm wearing it anywhere that I go, but especially at the grocery store. Oh my goodness. I'm sure a lot of you can relate that there is some form of PTSD that we'll all be suffering from in regards to grocery shopping in future years because it's just not the same anymore. You know, if I touch it, I buy it. It's <laughs> it's a lot less choice involved. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm getting this avocado because I touched it. So it's my avocado now. <laughs> I'm just going to embrace this. And that's what this is all about is can you embrace what's happening? Can you just be with what is? Can you hear your emotions? Can you hold your emotions and your concerns and your stories? Have you even heard your stories? You might not know what your story is that you're holding on to because you've never listened to yourself tell the tale. So listen, even if it feels ridiculous, it's worth it, I promise. Now I want to conclude this episode by tying it into Chiron and Aries. So why do I talk about resistance? Why am I talking about acceptance as the anti-resistance? Why does this matter and how does it apply to Chiron and Aries retrograde until nearly the end of the year, just on December 13th? Let's make the connection. We have an opportunity to begin to unravel and unlearn the ways that we chose to survive. How you survived up until this moment might not be the best strategy for survival moving forward. And the thing about when you're in a state of survival, right? Similar to resistance, there's a lot of overlap there, but they are distinctly two different things. When we're just trying to survive, it can be very blind at times. It can be really easy for us to not look at what needs to be tended to. 
because we're just trying to get by. And when you're in that hustle mentality, you can utilize it to distract yourself. But there aren't any more distractions. Not this year. This year is different, as you well know by now, just as I do. And without those distractions, we have an opportunity to look within and to find and create and cultivate a sacred space within. That is so important. And you're not going to be able to do that if you stay in a place of resistance. Acceptance will raise your vibration. It will empower you to seek and also to attract what you desire and the changes that are coming, whether you say, hell yeah, come on in, or you're going to need to fuck off because I'm going to resist you. How you respond is going to determine how quickly you grow. And you deserve to grow. And I'm going to leave you with a very simple mantra that I invite you to repeat to yourself as often as you feel called to, but especially when you're in a moment of resistance. If you've identified that you are resisting something and you're having some trouble bringing yourself into a state of acceptance, I invite you to join me and repeat to yourself, I reclaim my magic. Four words that can raise your vibration and bring you into a state of acceptance. That magic belongs to you, but it's not going to help you if you don't reach out and take it. Okay, that's everything I've got for you guys in today's mini-sode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Very quickly approaching one year here with the podcast, and I'm so excited and just full of gratitude for everything that we've been able to build together. It's been phenomenal, and I love you guys. Please take care of yourselves, and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.